Kim Booster. Yes! Together, yes! we are hosting the podcast that is called Urgent How did this Care. get made? <laughs> Mitra, don't lie to them. You're confusing them. I know. Uh, get their hopes up. <laughs> yeah. So excited. Where's June? Where's Jason Manzukas? Um, neither are here today. Unfortunately, it's just us. Um, we are Urgent Care. We are a podcast where we take your calls and your emails and um, where you ask for our advice and we provide advice, but I got to tell you, sometimes sus, it's sus as the kids say, as the you kids say, means? it's, it's, a, it's, that is, you know, I haven't even been brave enough to say that out loud yet. So I, I applaud you. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, you know, think of us like, um, TikTok, but for older people, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i Brilliant. spend two hours a day on tiktok yeah. do you have uh, tiktok I, I love tiktok i don't you i don't make tiktoks but you but damn well sure i use it i love a video of a like sometimes there's just like there's one guy i follow who um literally just wears loose fitting sweatpants and bounces his schlong in the sweatpants along to music and that's it that's all it is. And he has I, millions of followers. TikTok is perfect. Have you seen the guy who just looks, uh, who guesses what color the paint mixer is going to make? Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. I have to send it to you. It's so good. I wish I had his, uh, I could, I remembered his handle off the top of my head. But it's literally just like a bunch of different stuff goes into the mixer. And then you can't tell what color it's going to make. And then he's just sitting there going, hmm, a little bit of red, a little bit of green, a little bit of blue. Um, I think it's going to be. Um, neon green or whatever. And then <laughs> sometimes he gets it though, and it's incredible. The like because he he gets so excited, and then of course I'm like, this is a huge day for him. <laughs> I I love there's like a there's like a house style of narration that happens sometimes with teenage boys where they're where they just sort of like it'll be a video of like these teenage boys like fixing up a bus into like a hangout area, and it's just the narration is like. Me and my friends, we wanted to make this bus um, something cool. So we went to Home Depot and yeah, that's me and my friend right there. You know, it's just like so monotone, but so intoxicating at the same time. I really yeah. love a narrated video on TikTok. Um, it is, it's a, a little bit stranger to me. Like, I know that there are people who are like hit it big on YouTube and Instagram and are rich now because of it. Mm -hmm. But like. Sometimes I'll see a TikTok that has like 52 million like re responses to it. And I'm like, is that person rich now? Are they richer than me? Well, there seems to be no rhyme or reason to it, too, because it's, sometimes it's like millions and millions and they have like a thousand followers. And then sometimes it's like 50,000 views. And then you see that they have like two million. I don't know. It, it's very confusing to me how it yeah, works. Yeah, the metrics don't. The me it's not a one to one comparison to Instagram. Like, because no. like, sometimes like fought like the fault like. A lot of followers on TikTok means nothing. 
you know? Yeah, like I mean, I mean that's what I love about it is that, like, anyone can do an awesome TikTok that people see. It really that, does feel like the wild, wild west of, it theory, does. of social media. It's so fun. And, 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 and like, un, I just, I always believe that I'm going to see something wonderful. And then I always mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> A fucking ad for TikTok. Take my, my identity, my information, China. I don't care. I just like. I do not care. I just, I'm like, I'm like, if you think that people don't already have your information <laughs> at this point, that's what's so crazy. It's like every now and then someone like friends will be like, yeah, but I don't do that because like you know they're you know they're watching and it's like yeah. you're you're texting me that on your fucking iPhone. Yeah. Like There's what do no you way. think is happening? Like at this point I really love it cuz I can say like next to my phone I can be like I love pleated corduroy pants. Yeah. And the next thing I know, pleated corduroy pants are being advertised to me on Instagram. And it's like, do you, honestly, do you remember what I the love. first thing was that like you knew that it was happening for me? It was Aperol spritz. I was saying that I really wanted an Aperol spritz and then I started <laughs> to get ads for Aperol spritz. And, I, and it was like, like, I had just found out what an Aperol spritz was. And it was literally just me being like, you know what I like randomly just like fell in love with this summer is an Aperol spritz. And then like everything on my Instagram feed was that. (laughs) I remember it happened on Facebook and I remember it was an advertisement for a summer camp for adult gay men. And I was like, (laughs) how does it know that this is for me? And also sounds like a trap. You know, that sounds like a conversion camp. Yeah, it does not sound. (laughs) Summer camp for adult gay men. Come out with a wife. (laughs) And then they just airdrop bombs on us the whole time um dark ha dark ha. much that's about ha the edgy ha. dark humor you can expect from the urgent care podcast and literally no one else <laughs> mitra how the hell are you i'm doing this i'm like in such a good mood <laughs> good actually yeah. yeah i gotta say i this really pepped me up um you guys if you're not listening to bonus care our bonus episodes out on stitcher premium you gotta check it out download stitcher use code urgent to get a free month of stitcher premium and just mainline all 10 episodes of our bonus care um bonus pod they're just half hour long little episodes and this last one mitra and i just shot the shit gave us some some media um suggestions and talked about some real ass shit um and, and it put us in a good mood i'd say it's one of our best steps i so agree not listening but i've loved all of them so yes. um you know my recommendation means nothing <laughs> so um yeah, I I think also like I, I I got a bunch done this week that I I I had done I'd kind of um overbooked myself a bit on the hygiene kit stuff and yeah. this week I, I'm taking October the rest of October off and a couple of days ago the last round of stuff went out so I like am really enjoying my first two day, my my one day, I've literally had one day off and I'm like, yeah, vacation's perfect. I just went to my full-time <laughs> job and then came straight to this. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I feel, I feel good. I feel like um, the hygiene kits gives me such a sense of purpose right now. And, um, oh, but also nice. it, yeah, it, it, I mean, it is, <laughs> but, but it has been um, really such a large um undertaking undertaking and uh i after doing it for like five months straight it'll be nice to take a little bit of time Um, off um but other than that i i just i don't know i think i um 
I'm just in like, I, it's like, it feels so random and I wish I could pinpoint like what puts me in a good mood. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I just feel so out of control these past six mm-hmm. months that if I could identify <laughs> anything that <laughs> helped, I would love to be able to do that so that I could replicate it. But um, yeah, I feel okay. And it feels very nice to be okay. And I'm trying to, oh, I actually, I know what it is. It's the entire Trump cabinet getting sick. <laughs> oh <laughs> my is. God. That's what's making you so happy. <laughs> Can we talk about how much fun for the first time in what felt like years Twitter was that it was- night? I was just the like only time FaceTiming friends, tech, like it was such a good night. <laughs> I completely, I'm like, oh, I don't know what it is. Did I like exercise more? It's like, no, the most evil people got sick. <laughs> That's why I feel so good. Uh, and you know, you know, if anybody who's who listened to our latest episode of Bonus Care knows that I'm very stressed out because I'm very conflicted about feeling good. Not because I feel like morally wrong for feeling good about that. No, 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 no. I just feel karmically like me celebrating the sickness is going to come back and bite me, even though this is their karma. Like this is like good. This is actually the product of good karma. We did so, you, you and I did something good. And that's why this is happening. That's what I have to. <laughs> yeah. That's what I yeah. have to believe. People have come together and supported each other enough through mutual aid that all of the bad people are getting mm-hmm. sick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. I guess that. I guess that is why I feel good. That's so funny. Oh my god. Well, I guess now I know. To like, so when I want to replicate this behavior, just to make sure that fifteen people get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. So. That's what's up with me. <laughs> um, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm uh, sort of endlessly uh, stressed out by the fact that I'm on call for jury duty right now in LA. Oh yeah, which is that sucks. Insane. We'll not know until we're off this podcast whether or not I have to go in tomorrow. It is just the worst feeling in the world to not know what your day lies, not to know what you're doing the next day until 7 p.m. every day is torture um don't like it but let's move on from that there's nothing else going on in my life listen to bonus care i talked a lot about what's going on in my life there and you can hear it then um we have some we have an update actually we got i want to so we got a, a, an update here that we'll read about brothers him who was of course the gentleman who hooked up with two separate brothers who were closeted and now both brothers have come to him and said that they're in love with him and want to come out of the closet for him and this is by far the most responses we've ever gotten I know. For one call like calls emails and they all said basically the same thing i feel like such a fucking dumbass idiot for not for not suggesting this myself um what a pollyanna what a little pollyanna but i'll read this um, email. Hi, angels. Love you both. I had thought about the brothers him. I feel like those boys caught wind of the bit and are trying to get revenge by putting the brothers him through such anguish. If it was the same app you found them on, how could they not see each other? You have to see them to block. Anyway, thank you for constantly listening to my spirits. And also it took me weeks to realize July is a person that works there. I think <laughs> you both just really liked the month. Um, yeah, I mean, this does feel likely that it is a revenge plot on their part. Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> we didn't think about that. And we're so cynical and we're so bitchy and dramatic. And I don't know. I don't even remember that thought crossing my mind. No. No, no, no. 
I was such a, I was like, oh, this is such a pure, pure, honest situation of a man who had two brothers just like gunning for his balls, um, unbeknownst to him. I, I yeah. don't know. Just like. Yeah, I don't know. This one's on us. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for letting you all down, but. Um, people were upset. <laughs> yeah, people were people were really mad at Brothers Him on one hand, and also um, uh, furious with us for not realizing that this was probably a revenge plot. So Brothers Him, but also if I do stand by what I said, which was that it was weird that this person was doing this. Yeah, because oh, they yeah, didn't yeah. think that. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. That's that holds true to this day. Um, so Brothers Him, if you're listening, just um, maybe take that into account. Maybe you might be getting played at this point. What a what a wonderful end to the thriller of that situation. Of just yeah. To find out that you are actually the one being got is uh, amazing. I mean, that's and a movie. Honestly, what he deserves. What that's a movie deserves. It's a movie, and it's called The Brothers Him. <laughs> wow, Joel coming full circle on The Brothers Him. <laughs> Should I um, rattle off some more facts? What's amazing is there was. A- to commit to something for that long and have absolutely no response, positive, <laughs> positive or negative from listeners, even though we got so many calls and emails about this episode, absolutely nothing. <laughs> that kills me because Joel was very upset about it. I thought it was so funny. Two incredibly strong reactions. And that shows me that we are in a bubble. <laughs> and, um, really out of touch with what our listeners want and need and crave quite honestly <laughs> um, so haha uh sorry about listing us. off all the facts that all of you apparently thought was fucking stupid but didn't have really any strong feelings about whatsoever yeah no tweets all, nothing nothing no attention yeah. nothing the whole reason we do this podcast for attention nothing yeah, no attention about it <laughs> tragic. Um, tragic that is tragic that is tragic. um should we take a break and then when we and then and then come back and then Ugh, do our jobs yeah fine silencing <laughs> okay. me Silence. How about, what do you think about this? <laughs> a visual gag. A visual gag. I guess. For the podcast. Uh, for the listeners, I just pulled out a second mic. Um, yeah. Solely um, just to make Joel laugh and you guys works. will get nothing out of it. Um, yeah. Which kind of seems like my role in the podcast. is <laughs> something that elicits no response. So I might as well take control of it and only do visual things. So. <laughs> and that's what she did. And that reader is what she did. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a break. Okay. And we're back. And we've got an email. And uh, Mitra, I'm going to go ahead and volunteer your ass to read it. Okay. Um, ever heard of getting volunteered as tribute? I did volunteer <laughs> as tribute. I was volunteered as tribute. <laughs> what if I just died right after that? Okay. Um, hi. <laughs> Sad. I would give um, a beautiful eulogy at your funeral. And I would say this was her last joke. And then I would read the IMDb page of the Brothers Graham. Thank, uh, that's perfect. If I, if I die any time in the near future, I want you reading the full IMDb yeah. fun facts of the Brothers Grammar. Everybody, everybody throws in a rose into your grave. I throw printed out pages from the Brothers Grammar. <laughs> and wait, what what song was I going to sing at yours? Fight, fight, fight song, song, of yeah. course. <laughs> and a gown, and a gorgeous gown. Yes. <laughs> Please, whatever you. At whatever point in your life you write a will, I need that in that. Oh, it's I already ha- I have a, a Google Doc about funeral arrangements on my computer. Dark, I know, but and I that's do. in it. Um, no, but I'm gonna amend it right now and make that sure makes that I put me that in there. sick that it's not. In there. 
<laughs> After how many times we've talked about this on this podcast? <laughs> it's old. It's It predates, the doc predates this podcast. Okay, so. I take comfort in that. And yeah. I don't want you to die, but I do want you to die before me so that I get yeah, to so sing that sing. at your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, same. And I'm a couple years older than you, so it'll probably happen that way. Yeah, but I think my body is in a lot worse shape, so it probably levels out. It's kind of like neck and neck for dying. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see you also do harder drugs than me, so I think that is that, true. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's anyone's game. Yeah. <laughs> should I read the email or yeah, should please, I keep talking please about? Do, please do. <laughs> <laughs> We're eighty-four minutes into the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra love you both equally. My name was first. I started dating my current boyfriend in quarantine, and we've now been together for about six months. Oh, my God. I hate that sentence. <laughs> I, okay. He is Oof. so wonderful. I mean, I'm happy for you, but he's, to start, if, anyway, he is so wonderful and kind and hot, and I want to brag about him to the world, but he has told me that he is very against being on social media and doesn't like couples who post themselves just to show off or make acquaintances slash high school classmates jealous. I, however, am all about social media, and this is exactly what I want to do, especially during a time when we're not just out in public bumping into people. How can I brag about my great new relationship without disrespecting my partner? Okay. What? I, again, as always, forgot that we have to name people. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was in such a good mood that I forgot about the thing that I hate the most in my life. <laughs> uh, she wants to show off. So, sort of a drowsy chaperone. I was just thinking, uh, they immediately what went to my head was, I don't want to show off no more. (laughs) That's so weird. Oh my God. God. Really, what this podcast is about is us like outing ourselves as like die hard musical theater fans. (laughs) Sutton Faust, her. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Sutton Faust, her. <laughs> um, Fuck that oh, sucks. Dark, 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 dark. I hate dark. that for us because There's... for one of us to experience that, fine. But for both of us both to of immediately us go to, to that space, <laughs> immediately in my head, that okay. Sutton Foster's voice. Sutton. Sutton, if you're listening, babe. <laughs> Imagine Sutton Foster is like Virgin Care's number one fan. <laughs> Why don't she post about us? Post about us. Single boost. Um, say hi, at least. <laughs> okay. Um, so I will say this person called first and then asked us to use this email again. But there's details in the call that I think are important to what my advice would be, which is that these people met on Twitter. He slid yes. into her DMs from a burner account that he does not use. Um, I presumably just to, I, I presume he had it specifically to look at Twitter porn, which is why a lot of my friends who are not on Twitter who are on Twitter use. Oh, Burner really? Accounts. Yeah. Twitter Whoa. porn is the best kind of porn. I mean, I'm into like the Twitter porn that I've seen. I just didn't, I, I guess I just was like, oh, like Twitter just being a porn site for someone had not occurred to me. Yeah. Like, um, I, I thought of it as like sort of a lovely treat in addition to the hours of dismay and despair (laughs) was that there was porn um but i am like a recent um like i didn't i didn't really know how much until very recently like i kind of went down an only fans hole of like people promoting (laughs) 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 but i i i just hadn't really thought about it and then i was like but like an hour later, I was like, oh, <laughs> so much porn on Twitter. <laughs> Soaked. <Yeah. laughs> um, anyway. Oh, you don't usually work blue like that. But I was going to say. Um, Wait, we don't? That, 
No, you don't. That's true. I I mean, inevitably next week I'm going to be like, cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) After 52 episodes, the first time I've ever addressed my sexuality (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) And for that reason, I'll leave it in. (laughs) Um, But I was going to say, I think you should tweet about it. Tweet about your relationship. Really make him a character in the life of your Twitter. Um, Because photos are maybe a no-go but like i don't know this is a a brilliant loophole to my eyes is that he never he said he didn't want his photo on your social media to make people jealous but he did say he didn't say anything about twitter well he said he didn't want to be on social media as a couple which i i think is like i mean i've dated someone before who didn't want to be on social media as a couple and um, we're not together anymore, babe. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it's like, I understand, like, I, I don't really like to talk about like what's actually happening in mm-hmm. my relationship, but I am like comfortable having photos of us together, um, online, but I do understand the, that impulse, um, and wanting that stuff to be private. Um, but at the same time, it's something that like you want to do and you care about. I guess it's just like, I don't know. It's like, if you want to do it for the reasons that he said he's uncomfortable with it for, then I think don't do it. And like, because if, if the whole reason you want to do it is like to make people jealous or something. Yeah, that's what she's, she explicitly says that. That's Oh, she reason. says that. Yeah. Oh, well, um, then I don't know. I, I think the like vaguely joking about him on Twitter is a good way to do it. Like yeah. where you're not well, identifying him. I anyway. just thought of a brilliant workaround too. This okay. is what you do. You get someone else to take photos of you <gasps> sitting on the couch next to each other while you're hanging out Fuck. or something like yes, that. Yes, that is like, something that my candidates. friends did for me when I was dating this person. And I was like, it's so weird. He like doesn't acknowledge me all on social media they posted yes they posted the photo and it was awesome and then i was like well the dam has been the dam is whatever the fuck dams do and now i can post a photo of us together because someone else did it already and i'm not going to be the first to do it well even and even if she even if even if she doesn't still even if he like like that picture will still show up in her tags and and also you can share the story repost yeah repost to the story so oh, I love that. That's like so smooth. You need that. Yeah. So just, you know, have someone in your pod um, come over and just, you know, capture you sort of incognito, candid style and just, you know, have them tag you. Don't he's not on social, so he doesn't need to be tagged. And it's a brilliant workaround. Can what? I tell you what? You saying candid style? I thought. I'm not proud, but it it was straight down. It it was just blasting like a million decibels in in my in my brain, and I was like, I will not be able to proceed in the recording if I do not say what's in there. (laughs) You gotta get it out. You gotta get it out. Okay, I think we helped. Moving on. First call, (laughs) producer Chelsea. Please also, listeners, welcome uh, producer Chelsea to the stage. Round of applause, um, round producer, of applause Chelsea. producer Chelsea. Please reach into that bag and play that call. Hi, this is really special. It seems like I have your cell phone number and that you guys live together and share a cell phone. My, uh, I just have a quick question. <laughs> I recently came out as gender uh, non-binary and I use they, them pronouns now, but I didn't before. I used she and her and 
I'm having trouble getting people that are closest to me to use the correct pronouns. They never do it on purpose. They always say they're sorry. But I just need like a friendly way to say, hey, uh, I know you've known me as she for a really long time, and I know you're trying your best, but let's try a little harder or without being a dick about it. Um, nobody's doing it in a malicious way, but people that don't know me are much easier to catch on, of course. So just wondering if you have any advice for someone that's changing the game. Pretty old. I'm older than most of your listeners. So I'm 34, so I'm just thinking, uh, what do I do? Anyway, thank you so much. I love the show. It's such a joy to listen to. Uh, thank you both. Bye. Okay. Thank wow. you. 34, pretty fucking old. <laughs> JK. Um, well, in in a podcast where most of the listenership is eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna name this person pronoun yo noun. Um, <laughs> well, it's so uh, changing hard. the game, changing the game, um, changing the game. <laughs> Changing the theme. Changing the theme. I hate myself. It's um, two for two today, babe. You're killing, <laughs> You're killing the theme. I hope this person will forgive Wait, me. Wait, maybe you should be killing the theme. No, changing the theme. Changing the theme is um, what we'll go with. Great. Because they said it. I mean, uh, I think for like as someone who I think probably most people listening to this or a lot of people have had this experience or, or like, or have, have been on one side or both sides of this experience, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is someone says, you know, you, you've. Oh God, what just happened? I so just... much on screen shenanigans happening. Did you Sorry, just break I, something? I broke a piece of pottery that I Oh made. no. Oh okay. no. It's okay. An honest to God tragedy happening in the middle of our podcasting recording. It's a first for me. I've not yet broken one. Um, Oh, and I just cut myself on it. Oh my God. <laughs> just disaster rolling into t- catastrophe. <laughs> my advice is just that it's totally fine to say that. Um, I, I'm glad you are with people who are accepting of this change and discovery in your life and um, are not doing it on purpose. And I, I'll, you know, I am someone who has made these mistakes before. Mm-hmm. I mean, when the the first time that I knew someone who was uh, who who asked me to use different pronouns, I was really embarrassed, embarrassing about how long it took me to really get a grip on it and not fuck it up anymore. I, I, it, it did, but I, I appreciated both that this person understood that I was trying, but also that this person cared enough uh, about our relationship to be honest with me and tell me that I needed to improve Yeah, (laughs) because it's on them. Now you've given them the tools and you should, I think the last little bit of labor that you should you can do is say, I know you're trying, you need to try a little harder because they need to think to themselves before they say your pronouns, the correct pronouns, (laughs) they can be scared. I think, um, you say, um, you know, without being a dick about it, 
maybe it's time to be a dick. I think like there's like a tally system where if, if someone's really not getting it, I think like it really is like time to embarrass them in a way and shame them in a way that it'll stick. Because it sounds like you're maybe being too nice about it. Maybe they don't understand the weight of what you are asking of them. And, um, you know, I think that maybe sometimes it is warranted to be a little bit abrasive about these sorts of things. And and I did when when I was reminded that I needed to be better, I did not think of it as someone being a dick to me. I thought of it as me being it was an opportunity for me to be a better friend to that person and them doing me the service as a friend of telling me that I was on some level failing as a friend um, to make them feel seen and recognize and stop them from feeling dysphoria. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying I think it sh- they should be like a little bit of a dick about it. Oh, and, I get you. I you think, know, yeah. like I, I think that that sometimes is like um, a better reminder. Like it sticks. I remember one time I misgendered somebody using the wrong pronouns and they immediately cut me off in the sentence and went wrong. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I, I will never forget it. And I, I don't think I ever did it again because that is like it created such a, a, a memory associated with their pronouns that like it 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 was like um, I don't I don't want to say it was traumatic for me, but it did create a, a very well, specific. A Pavlovian. Associ- yeah, Pavlovian is what I mean. Um, is it, cre- it created an association in my mind with that person and their pronouns. Um that I will never forget. And it really did sort of adjust me. And and sometimes you do need to, like, especially if it's happening with the same person over and over again, it's mm-hmm. like clearly they haven't internalized how important this is to you. So maybe get a little rougher and get a little bit more aggressive um, with your corrections. And also I would say too, like ask your friends, really deputize your friends to be like, hey, if you're talking about me um, and you hear someone use the wrong pronouns, like I, that happens a lot with people you know i think that's really pronouns and like even if they're not in the room it's it's really helpful i think when people who are um who hear that correct you too because you can't i think it's difficult if you're the only one doing it um and so like really make it close clear to your close friends that like hey like if you hear this if you hear somebody using the wrong pronouns for me like please correct them too like you are like i don't know maybe you aren't comfortable with that but like i've had it happen where my cis friends have corrected me on specifically like they them um pronouns and it's been helpful because it's like you know that's the time it can't be just like internalized like oh i'm only going to use them when i'm in front of this person right you know like it should be something that we internalize and use all the time and and start to rewire our brains to think that's the whole well i don't want to say that's the whole point i don't know what the whole but but i think that that is a big part of it is that it's not just about using different words it's about rewiring our brains to think in a different way about gender Mm -hmm. um and, and like for some people, I think, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what any of that meant in, until I was in college. And like, I didn't find out about they, them pronouns until I moved to New York. Like, yeah. I, I, I really like, I think that everybody, I mean, hopefully, it, it really feels like people I, I understand so much more since then. But it's yeah. like, I, I just... I think 
people are on different tracks. So, but I think now you have told them and you have given them the tools to treat you the way you want to be treated and you're allowed to pop off a little bit. Yeah. And I think, um, but you, but you reinforcing this with people is not you being a dick. Yeah. You're always in the right. You're always in the right. You don't have like you, you absolutely can be a dick, but you just being like, Hey, it makes me feel bad when you do that. Stop doing that is not you being a dick. Yeah. But feel free to be a dick. <laughs> yeah. So that's our advice. Um, if any of our gender non-binary listeners have any advice um, and tackling this subject as well, like please, by all means, like write in. Um, we would love to hear from you, people who have like firsthand experience with this p- particular issue, how you handle those situations as well. Because Mitra and I, <laughs> babe, we know nothing. <laughs> we know nothing. Changing the name. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think let's just do one more, and then we'll take we'll take a little break. How about Love that? Beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna read this. Okay. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra love you both equally. Wow, exactly the same um, as the last one. We've we've um, trained we've trained them well. Wow! 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 <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle of an awkward situation where my friend broke up with her boyfriend of a few months in April, and now she is in another serious relationship. Her ex-boyfriend was kind of starting to have, has kind of started to see my roommate. My friend and my roommate were never great friends and mainly just hung out because I would invite my friend over. But now my friend is really upset with my roommate for being into her ex and keeps trying to bring me into it. I've told her multiple times that I don't want to get in the middle of it with her and my roommate and that they should just talk to each other if she's having issues with it. But she keeps bringing it up. She will randomly text me and ask if they are dating yet and ask if it's I think it's weird that my roommate would date him after such a short amount of time. And and then we'll say things like, wouldn't you be upset if you and your boyfriend broke up and she started dating him? It's just really uncomfortable. And I don't know what else I can do at this point because it is honestly straining my relationship with her and she's not respecting my boundaries. Thanks. Love you guys and love the pod. Okay. Boundaries. Um, roommate. Crossing a boundary. Um, they are... It's such a shame we've already got room hate because yeah. <laughs> it would be really the easy option. Really room hate really part is. two. Yeah. <laughs> room, hate, room hate the sequel. The sequel. <laughs> um, room bait. Mm-hmm. No, no. Room hate the sequel. <laughs> no, we. I refuse. Why? I refuse room hate the sequel because we can do better than that. We're a comedy writer. Can profession. we? We're professional comedy writers, Mitra. But remember, we said we said that we have no ideas right now. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Room hate the sequel. Middle, wait, the middle, the uh, mid pearl. Michelle in the middle. <laughs> Michelle in the middle. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Michelle in the middle. I want roommate the sequel. <laughs> okay. Room hate the sequel. In parentheses, uh, Michelle this, in the middle. Michelle in the middle. Um, this is um, this is a tough one, but I will say I think that the one option you um, have here is ignore, ignore, ignore. Hit that ignore. Literally, do not engage. Like literally, literally, literally. If she brings it up again, do not respond to the text and do not talk to her again until you have something else to say. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had experiences like this with people 
to, you know, be, being caught in the middle of people that where you like both of them or like you feel like you're suddenly without your volunteering being given the role of spy or informant or something. Also, I mean, you can also just say again how uncomfortable you feel. Um, that is always an option. Um, but I just think like, I mean, my big thing is just a uh, pivot. Whenever somebody brings up something I don't want to talk about, I go, I like to, um, dramatically and obviously change the subject in such a way that makes them feel uncomfortable for having asked in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> so you can ignore, you can say, huh, but did you um, watch this TV show last night? LOL. <laughs> Wait, but first, did you watch this TV show last night? LOL. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that exact text. You can play them this episode <laughs> and say, go to about the 38 minute mark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Obviously, there's always the option to be direct, but if you want to be dramatic, you can also, um, when you know that um, your roommate is hanging out with her ex, you can say, um, why don't you um, meet me at this coffee shop at this time? And then your roommate and the ex are there, and then she'll see them there together, and then they can just have the fight in person. Yes, I think that's brilliant. (laughs) I mean, uh, this is all presuming you live in a place with outdoor dining. Um, Yeah. which they do. We know. We know that they. Do. We know that they do. We <laughs> know. Um, but we yeah, we do a background check on every single person who calls in or, or emails or drink here. <laughs> yeah, I think every time she texts you about this, you just respond. Two hundred thousand people have died of COVID, and this is what you're worried about. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, min- truly minimized to the point where she doesn't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we helped. Yeah, I think we we helped. This was a tough one. It's so tough on us that we could not come up with a name that we need to take a break. We need to take a breather. (laughs) So we're going to do that. And when we come back, we got a couple more. We got a couple more for you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. (laughs) We're back. Hi, Joel. Hi, Mitra. I'm so ready to get into this next one. Um, I'm very excited about this call. Don't actually know what it is. Um, (laughs) Chelsea, please play the call. Hi. Um, Okay, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I was dating this guy for four years, and we broke up, like, two years ago. Um, And the relationship I had with him was not good. Um, He was definitely, like, emotionally abusive and shitty, um, anyway, I've like completely cut him out of my life, but for some reason, this new person he was dating, um, somehow found me on Instagram and told me that, um, while he was in a relationship with me, he was like really obsessed with my mom and would like take videos of her secretly and like masturbate to them in my family bathroom, like while we were all home. And, um, yeah, obviously horrifying here again, not really sure why this new girl did tell me that. I definitely didn't need to know that. The reason she knows is because her, the same thing happened with her and her mom. And anyway, um, anyway, obviously like don't want to tell my mom any of that because it's horrifying for her to know but I do want her to like block him on social media and stuff and I don't know how to ask her that without it being weird I'm wondering if I should like even I don't know or if I should like sneakily get on her computer and somehow do that for her without bringing it up because also we've been broken up for two years at this point so it's like weird for me to bring him up at all 
sort of. Anyway, um, also, yeah, him and I live in the same city, and he's not, again, like I said, not in, an, in any way in my life anymore, but I do feel like I want revenge on him for, like, many different things, including this. And um, I don't know what kind of revenge to, to what I can do. So I need your advice on that. And my therapist said I'm not allowed to show him porch, so I feel like I need to do something else. And I would love your thoughts. Um, yeah, I love you both equally. And um, <laughs> Mitra, please sit on my face. Your laugh gives my body like full endorphins, and it's beautiful. <gasps> I appreciate that about you. But I love you both equally. Anyway, okay. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice fucking try. It's too late. The damage has been done. <laughs> that Wait, was so, the the fear with which she said, but I love you both equally, as though That's, she is in a, an abusive relationship with me. That uh, means we've won. We've yeah. won. When people when people have to say it multiple times per voicemail. Yeah. When they, the they, evidence points when they, to the contrary. They can't they can't give you a compliment, like a genuine life affirming compliment. Um <laughs> Without fear of retribution from me, we won. <laughs> we really did we something. We really right. won. Um, wait, what did she say that her therapist said she's not allowed Shh, to do? I had the same question, and I re- went back to the transcript. Not allowed to shit on his porch. Oh, <laughs> I think that's good. Um, yeah. I think that's probably smart. <clears throat> yeah. um, okay, what should we name this person? So, okay, mom shit on his porch. Mom, um, mother, um, masturbate. Mama's boy. He's a he's a mother lover. Um, she loves her mother too. And then she loves her mother. There's two mother That's lovers true. in this. Mother lover. Mother lover hater. <laughs> <laughs> um, drop the drop the mom. <laughs> Bo- like drop the bomb. Oh, okay. She's the she's the mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, no, 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 no. She's the uh, mom. No, we actually have to do she's the mom. <laughs> but mom, but mom smelled M-O-M-B. Of course, of course. Yeah. But she's, she's the mom. The mom. <laughs> Great. To me, actually an amazing name. Yep. Perfect. Because it has gone so far around that it's good. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start off by saying I actually think... In this case, you can disregard. We've never said that we've never done this, but I think this in this case, you can disregard your therapist's instructions and shit on his porch. I think oh. that is I think that is not even punishment fits the crime. I think he deserves much worse. But I actually think that um, something along the lines of shitting on the porch is shitting in a paper bag. And well, no, there's here's the loophole. You shit in a little paper bag and then you throw it at his porch. And then wow. you're not even disregarding your therapist's instructions because you're not technically shitting on his porch. Yeah, it's sort of live bio, bio mission vibes. Yeah. Um, I bury that. And with like the mom stuff, I mean, hope, you know, if your mom's Instagram is private, which I hope it is, because the thing that I was scared moms, of Moms, like, go private. Moms, <laughs> if you're listening to this, go private. Go private. Well, because I was just thinking, I was like, even if she blocks him, he could make another Instagram. Yeah. Um, There's no but, protecting your mom from this creep. But I think if she's private, she could block him. Yeah. Um, and I think you could just say like, Hey, I saw that this person still follows you. It makes me uncomfortable that this person who was so horrible to me still follows you. I do think that I would not want to know about this if I was your mom. Really? But- Cause this was my question. Cause I was almost set. I was thinking like, maybe you should tell her maybe like, I just it- think there's like nothing. Uh, it's 
I don't know. It's like I, if, if because what if she sees him out and she's friendly to him? You know, like what if she's if they live in the same town? Like it just feels like you know. But I feel like if you know. Like, if his mom knows, if her mom knows that this guy was emotionally abusive, I can't imagine that there's, like, a lot of space in her heart for this person. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, fair, fair, fair. I just know, I want to know when, and anytime someone's whacking it to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would want. I mean, I, I guess that you know your mom best, so it's like, if, if you think the best thing to do is to get this person off your mom's page and... Um, not tell her, then I think there are convenient lies. And even though you've been broken up for two years, you can still say like, oh, this person, like, you can just say like, this person texted me again. It makes me feel really um, weird. Can you make sure he doesn't follow you anymore? Or this person voted for Trump. Yes. You voted for Trump. Just lo- make up a lie. Or if your mom's a Trump voter, just be like, this person is voting for Biden. Yes. Um, whatever but you I, need to I do. think you can absolutely lie. And even though it's been two years, it's totally okay. You can say, like, this person messaged me again. It would make me feel more comfortable if this person didn't have access to you. And you can shield your mom from that information in that way. Or if you want to tell her and you think that would be helpful to her, then tell her. But. Well, uh- and I also got to say, and I hate it when this happens. I got, I hate it, hate it, hate it when someone answers their own question um, in their own, um, in the same call. But like, I think sneaking onto her computer and blocking him from her accounts is totally cool. I think that's such a good idea. I think like, be like, just like look for something in your mom's phone, open up all her apps and block him. Like if you're, if you're already not telling her, you know, uh, so much about this don't ask, don't tell sort of situation, then like she doesn't need to know. She'll never know. Yeah. She'll never know that she blocked him. That's from true. her accounts. She'll never miss him. I doubt she'll miss him. Why is she still friends with him? That's weird. I think it's probably more just like not realizing that someone is still there or something like that. Or yeah, I don't know. well, then you can also take it from that angle, which I think Mitra, you sort of got to, but like just like. Hey, I I noticed I saw that I he came up in my suggested and you're mutual friends and that weirds me out. Um, yeah, I think there are lots of different ways. So it's really just a matter of like what you feel comfortable or what what you feel comfortable talking about with your mom or what you think your mom could handle. And if you think like it would be best for her to not know about his like violating kink, then um, don't tell her or yeah. do. But. Uh, there are ways to achieve this and I've just, I've come around and I'm also pro, um, shit in a bag on his porch. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. A victory for all of us. (laughs) Um, so good Um, luck. Yeah. Good luck. And by God, that, this is what we mean when we ask for specific questions. Mm. Boy, oh boy. I was like, we've never gotten one like this before. That's true. We really have not. Darkness. Darkness abound. Darkness and abound and speaking darkness of darkness abound. It's was that what you were now. gonna say? Yeah, <laughs> it's really dark in here. It's um, dark, and another level of darkness is that we are on our last. Yeah, very email. last email for the day. Um, it's a big one. Um, uh, oh, and I, just while it's on my mind, I feel like we've said this before, but as always, just with the previous email about pronouns, people normally will not normally, but like. A lot of people leave their pronouns for us. Please, if you want to do that when you're leaving a call or an email, just because, you know, Joel and I love to kind of just guess. <laughs> and, like, I I don't want to, like, make anyone feel bad or misgender anyone. But, like, when we don't know what your pronouns are, we are just often, like, 
<laughs> saying whatever the fuck. Um, so please uh, do that if you want to do that. All right. Um, here it is. I guess I'll read it. I'll okay. Read it. Greetings, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra and Dana, RIP. Um, I'm a longtime listener. For- Dana will be back next week, by the way. I'm a longtime <laughs> listener, frequent voicemail commentator, but first time emailer. I just moved in with my partner of eight months in true lesbian U-Haul fashion, and so far everything is going great. We have amazing sex, but she's currently in school and working, which can make her really tired. I don't mind her being busy, but sometimes I am left high and dry with desires unmet, and sometimes I like a solid O before bed to ensure a good night's sleep. Who doesn't? I don't want to bother her or freak her out, but I'm not sure how to casually incorporate masturbation into my life now that we share a space. COVID has us both housebound, so rarely do we get in-house time alone. How can I masturbate in the comfort of my own home with my partner present? Thank you for your guidance. My pronouns are they and them. See? See how wow. easy that was? Thank they God. They listened. Um, okay. So, um, solid O. Um, <laughs> honey... Honey nut o, uh, Cheerio. Honey nut Cheerio. Honey, cause honey nut. Honey nut Cheerio. Ho. Ho. There honey we go. Honey nut Cheerio. Ho. <laughs> Cherry. Ho. Okay, we got there. We got there pretty quick, and honestly, that's a victory for us this week. And I was victory for for them. They got there pretty quick. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. This is an interesting query and i will say this have you just thought about um incorporating like i I know that when i'm tired and i don't want to have sex which rarely happens let's be honest um but if my partner was like and i was tired and my partner was like hey it would really turn me on to have you watch me masturbate Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's an option for you to sort of have your cake and eat it. I was very curious if that was something that like they had tried or incorporated at all into their sex life with their partner too. I think that that could be something that is really hot. And if they're like, uh, no, thank you. (laughs) That's fine too. Like some people find it super hot. Some people do not want to be around it. (laughs) Like, and I think it's totally worth a shot. If not just like, go to a different room like, or if you can, or like masturbate in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I, think- I mean, bathroom, I'm, I'm, I'm like thinking back to my childhood, like, and that's it's childhood rules. And now in this scenario and in the scenario where your partner does not want to be involved in your masturbation, or you don't want your partner involved in your masturbation, it is yeah. long showers. Like you're 14 again. Babe. Yeah. That's what it is. It's just like long ass. Get a showers. waterproof vibrator, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, get Start taking there. taking those night showers. Um, yeah, because I think that's the problem. I think specifically they want to do it right before bed. Well, and it's and, like you know sometimes you can work it into the thing into the fucking. Sometimes people just really want to go to bed and they don't want to listen to you rub one out next yeah. to them or feel or you don't want to have an audience while you rub one out to go to sleep. So, yeah. If you have a car, room. if you have a car, go downstairs. If you if the bathroom is too close to your partner, go downstairs, sit in your car and masturbate in your car and then come back up. Yeah. It's bed. like if it's if if I don't just from reading it you moved in together. So, I assume you have your own place and um no roommates so i just feel that there's probably somewhere you can go and do the deed yeah and if she's so tired if she's so freaking tired all the time just wait for her to go to bed and then do it right next to her yeah <laughs> who knows maybe she'll wake up and be slam. horned be be horned up 
be all horned. Come on, just try it. Just try it. Just try <laughs> Take it. Our or advice. wait until she goes to bed and then go out onto the couch and do it there and then go back and lay in your bed. There's oh, so, yeah. We've given you so many options. You have so many options. Hoe. And because I mean, I guess the one the, the problem is just if you have roommates, but then do it in the shower. Yeah, like, I don't think they do. I don't think. I, that's my assumption. But who knows? But I pop off in the shower. And that's the rule of thumb is you can always do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let loose in there. Rule of culture number 96. Pop off in the shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been a long time. I know. It hasn't been since you trolled me by doing stuff by another podcast, which I... <laughs> Historically, <laughs> disapprove of. Um, all right. Well, we hope we helped you. Um, and if we didn't, d- don't tell us because we make us feel bad. Because guess what? We're not gonna. We're not airing criticism. We're not no. airing us not doing a good job. Never. Except for the brothers' hymn, because that was um, funny to us, yeah. <laughs> and that really wasn't our fault. No. That no, was us, how could it be? That was us, like, sort of being optimistic about the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, wow. We've. I can't believe this is it. We sort just, of blazed through this episode. We did. Emotionally. And, and I feel good about that. Um, if you would like us to sort of blaze through you and your problems, um, feel free to give us a call at 323-334-0371. Please, God, try and keep your voicemails to under two minutes. I mean, two minutes when we see it, sometimes I still go, what? Um, but like there are, I, we got email, we got voicemails this week that were good, but we're like three and a half minutes long. And it's like, we never will. We never, we will. never will. We never, we never will. will. Um, <laughs> so set a timer, you jackals. Um, or you can always call back and try again. If you go too long, yeah. babe. write yourself a little script. Yeah. Just do it. Or you can email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Um, again, you know, try and keep it on the shorter side. None of the emails we read today were that long. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, um, we, we love to hear from you. Please be specific. Um, don't feel free. You don't have to be funny. Okay. Sometimes you guys get cute and it's not necessary. <laughs> hey, leave the not being funny to us. Us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we love you. Yeah. And if you have any um, questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to uh, about anything you heard today. Feel free to write us. We might read it on the pod. If it's um, positive. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And if we answered one of your questions and you've got a little update, we love to hear updates we too. We love Because every updates. single person who whose question we answer is our child. Is it's our true. child now. And we love all our children. Mommy and daddy love you. And we have a shared cell phone and we live together. Do you think exactly. we would be good roommates? I actually think we would. I think, I think we so. would because I think um, this podcast is like a home and we do a pretty good <laughs> job of, maintain, of equally maintaining it. I think the only thing that you wouldn't like about me as a roommate is you'd be like, there's too many strangers. There's just, you're inviting too many strangers into the home. No, I've really listened. I've lived with people who really go to pound town quite a lot with quite a lot of people. So I think I'm pretty chill about that. I think it's less about that, but I think it's more about, I've had roommates that were concerned because they're like, you don't, you don't know these people and you're inviting them into our shared space. They could murder all of us, not just you. Yeah, maybe. I think that, I don't know what would be it. I'm, there's plenty that would be annoying about me, but I don't know specifically what, for you, what would be annoying about me. But 
I'm sure we'd find something. Yeah. Oh, I, I have no doubt. <laughs> well, let's live together to figure out what we hate about yeah. each other. <laughs> <laughs> the Urgent Care House coming to Earwolf Video this fall. <laughs> Wait, Scary. Is it fall? Oh, my God. I literally just forgot what season we were about to enter. We're um, in the season of love. Okay. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Thank you. Um, Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye.